Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jim Hasher joining us. I know that you're running for one of the the at-large seats in Philadelphia, and this is a huge issue for the city of Philadelphia. As, you know, a former congressman, you know, Bob Brady coming out as a big Democrat, very vocal about this, uh, very critical of Democrats who in any way, shape, or form are, are endorsing or campaigning for some of those individuals like Kendra Brooks, of this far left, you know, group, because Bob Brady is saying this is going to incentivize Republicans in the statewide races. He doesn't. He doesn't like it. I quite frankly think Bob Brady, a de- big Democrat here, would rather have you in there, <laughs> you know, and and your Republican colleagues as opposed to having this this crazy uh, other party that nobody's even heard of before. Well. Don, there's a, there's a lot to the, there's a lot of moving parts to this. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, one, I want to thank you for having me on the show. I'm born and raised right here in the Philadelphia area for my whole life. I think the furthest I ever went was North Wildwood. Uh, I've run a small business here for the last 35 years. I've raised five sons. I'm the president of the largest and oldest youth organization in the city of Philadelphia, uh, Tarsdale uh, Youth Organization. So I'm, I'm, I'm deeply rooted. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I think that, uh, that's all that's going on right now with public safety. I just listened to the first five minutes of your show, and, and as you know, uh, this is this is the number one priority. Yeah. Uh, public safety is the number one issue. Affects every single Philadelphian, uh, in, in, in the whole United States at this point. And people need to feel safe. And if it's not, it's a reflection on our our, our, our elected officials. And uh, we need to invest more in our police, our firefighters, our first responders to ensure that they can do their job safely and efficiently. And uh, I think that uh, that's that's the starting point to this. And as far as Philadelphia City Council goes, you know, for you, for you personally, this Working Family Party, um, which I, I and I forget, I know Drew told me yesterday that it was something like eleven people are in this party or something crazy. Uh, but this is something that I believe Governor Josh Shapiro, I had reported at one point, had endorsed at least one of those. Um, Kendra Brooks uh, type yes. candidates, and it you're, you're you're looking at this saying, what is happening here? What's the goal? Do you think the long term goal of this party, not just to wipe out the representation for for Republicans, and like you're saying, long you're you're experienced, um, somebody who's been in the community, you understand the community, and as well, you understand business and what it takes to clean up the city and revive our great city post-pandemic. But what do you think ultimately this working, this working family party, what do you, what is their end game with all of this in your opinion? Well, I, 
I think you look at look at on a national level. I mean, it was in they, they you know Chicago, New York, uh, the ground that they made there. I mean, I think they're trying to come into Philadelphia and take another big seat in a big city. Uh, it's a very highly watched. It's probably watched nationally to see what happens here. You couldn't find a, a more of a contrast between myself and the working family. These are people. Uh, an organization wants to defund the police. Uh, they they are strongly in belief of safe injection sites. Uh, they go as far as talking about abolishing prisons. Uh, you know, th- these are not common sense approaches to what's going on in the city of Philadelphia right now. I mean, we in in, in 2022 we just had. Uh, over 5,000 people killed with a gun. Uh, we had over 1,400 people die from an overdose from from our opioid epidemic. I mean, we can't go. We can't feed this problem. We got to correct it, and we got We need uh, people that have a perspective like mine to go in there and get this done. This is not something that uh, uh, is going to help in any way. This this could be a problem. This is an organization between 11 and 13 people. We have a, an organization of Republicans here, 115,000. They need to be represented. There has to be a balance of power here. When our charter was written, uh, the one in 1957, it was to have two minority seats for a balance of power. Uh, so there wasn't a uh, there was a voice, uh, you know, somebody that could bring a different agenda forward and have uh, it be heard. And this is not this is not what they had in mind in 1957 when they wrote the charter. And so it's uh, something that's interesting. Yeah. So you know, take me through it as far as Jim Hasher. We're talking to City Council is. The, the landscape of city council, there are so many changes because, of, of course, our city you know rules are that if you're running for mayor, you can't also be a sitting city council member. I, I personally think that's a, great, that's a great rule, but it means a lot of new faces and a lot of changes in city council, which is a good thing. But we also have changes as far as, I mean, today, uh, jury selection begins in the second trial for a very powerful individual and big name in Philadelphia, the ex-Local 98 leader, uh, Johnny, Johnny Dock, John Dockerty. And, and so this jury selection beginning today, but the power, especially beca- behind somebody like a Johnny Dock, that is also changing the landscape of things and, and looking at, you know, alleged, let's say, conflicts of interest, if you will. So... Take me through the changes that you're seeing in city council and where you see yourself, Jim Hasher. Well, I, I think we bring a fresh perspective to city council right now, especially with someone like myself who's a longtime community leader, a small business owner, a real estate broker, uh, you know, somebody, uh, you know, coupled with all those things, I bring, I'm uniquely qualified uh, to address some of the issues in these neighborhoods across the city. Don't forget, Dawn, look at city council, 17 members. Jim Hasher would be the only small business person in city council. Somebody lives it every day. Somebody mm-hmm. runs a small business, somebody that's, you know, in the community running a youth organization. That, that, that makes somebody like myself uniquely qualified to do this. And it's different. It has a different, it has a different perspective to it that we haven't had in the past. Um, somebody that hits, you know, I'm looking over my shoulder where I'm pumping gas when I go out to start my car. I, I, you know, I wait to see if my catalytic converter has been stolen. Experiences that I have had yeah. that, are, that, are, that are something that you're living every day and can bring that experience forward in the council. I think it's, I think it's something that's unique and special right now. I think that, uh, you know, I've been endorsed by the Philadelphia Building Trades. I've been endorsed by the FOP. I've been endorsed by the Philadelphia Fighter Fighters, uh, the Gas Workers Union, and I can go on and on. And, and that's very rare for a Republican to have those kind of endorsements coming into this type of election. So other people see what we see with this Working Family Party also. They see that we need. there's a great need for common sense. 
uh, you know, somebody that has a small business mindset and somebody that's willing to basically go in there and be a voice for small business for in, their, in, in our neighborhoods. And uh, do you have a billionaire that's uh, funding you, like Jeff Jeffrey Yass? I'm just asking. I, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about any kind of <laughs> other other. Uh, you know, funding that's other than going on to what I raise and what I do. And uh, my campaign has run uh, for the last 14 months, and uh, we've worked hard to, 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 to run a respectable campaign. And we raised our, you know, necessary funding to, to do what we need to do to get our message out. But uh, I, I, I really, uh, I don't even participate. And I, don't, I don't even have Twitter. So I, <laughs> I, 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 my going door my, to door. Yeah, my youngest son will tell me if somebody takes a shot at me, and I'll say, "Oh boy, I had to hear that." I heard it on Twitter, so I have to, I have to get it from somebody else. I don't even, I really don't follow what's going on outside of what is going on in the city of Philadelphia that I can be a part of and help, uh, help benefit. Yeah, uh, raising five sons in this time where maybe um, you know, in the media and in society, no matter how you look at it, raising boys. I'm a mom of boys. Raising boys takes a different philosophy and requires a, a dad or a father figure, even even if it's a grandfatherly figure or a role model. You know this well. What's your philosophy as a, a father of five sons, how you think that you can apply that to leadership in Philadelphia and, and what's missing in Philadelphia for so many of our young people who've basically, they're either skipping school, they've gone astray, especially post-pandemic. You know, it's funny. I, I, I run one of the largest youth organizations in the city, and I think that if there's one thing that over the years we started to lack was role models, um, people that these young children can look up to and say, "Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to be a part of that, or I'd like to be, you know, following that person's footsteps." And I think that after 27 years of being involved in running this boys club, but uh, you know, there's a need for this. There's a need for people to get involved in their community, be involved in the youth organizations, be involved in their recs, making sure they're funded properly for so these children have a place to go that we can start from the bottom, the bottom up, not the top down to make sure that they don't get involved with these problems with these illegal guns that are so easily available to our minors and things like that. And, uh, you know, the, these are these are things that, uh, you know, our gun violence is, is out of control. Um, carjackings uh, in the last five, five years have went up tremendously. These are these are these are young young men and women that are that are that are causing some of these problems. I and mean, we're a city of one point six million. There's only eighteen hundred people causing these problems across mm-hmm. the city. Yeah. If we can get a, if we can get a hold of it early. And uh, I think we have a real great opportunity to maybe diffuse some of these problems. And that comes with someone like myself going into council that gets it. That, that's a part of it that lives it every day. But I also think there has to be some level of accountability, Dawn. I think yeah. that if we give children every single possible opportunity, whether through our youth organizations, our recs, our libraries, making sure our schools are properly funded through the state and things are done, especially things like cleaning up this asbestos issue, I think there has to be a level of accountability. After a while, if you do an adult crime, you do deal with old time, and that's what it comes down to. There has to be a level of accountability here yeah. um, after they're giving everything they have. So, But uh, being a role model is first and foremost. I think that uh, it, it's something I, I, I preach every day, you know, in the organization that I run. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, well, uh, to you, Jim Hasher, and to Drew Murray, who I'd interviewed yesterday, I mean, this is a hotly contested campaign right now. I do, in all seriousness, you know, when I look at the money and the fundraising, the Working Family uh, Party, they have a national organization. They have a lot of money, and they've spent it on ads. They've gone door-to-door. They have a lot of literature. So, uh, in all seriousness, I am grateful uh, to read in the Philadelphia Inquirer that mainline billionaire Jeffrey Yass had, you know, he's he's funding that pack to help pay for some commercials that will let people know that Kendra Brooks and uh, Nicholas O'Rourke had, you know, supported those injection sites, for example. And I think that's what Bob Brady's all upset about um, as well, because he's, you know, nobody voted for those except Kendra Brooks. I mean, it, it's way, she is way out there, and I don't think... As a longtime city resident, I don't really think she represents anybody I know in the city of Philadelphia. No, and and I, and I think that people now have gotten it. I think in 2019, we got caught flat-footed. We didn't know their agenda. We didn't know their extreme views, and I think we got caught flat-footed. We're aware of it. I think that the Democratic Party is aware of it because they know it's us today and them tomorrow. I know that they gain the momentum they will gain from grabbing these two seats. We'll, we'll, we'll take them into district council seats in the next four years. I think that there's where we need to basically have a balance of power. We need to stop this now. We need to get a handle on it, and we need to make sure that you know we win these seats and we bring common sense in the city council. And I think the balance of power will go a long way. And I really believe that we're going to get one buddy of the apple here, Dawn. I'm telling you right now, yeah. we've got to do this now. This has to happen now. People have to come out and vote. We cannot have a 25% turnout. We need people to come out and realize this city is at a crossroads. It is at a crossroads. If, the, if this was to happen, you will not recognize Philadelphia in five years. I, I, I believe that. I'm, not, I'm very passionate about yeah. this. I mean, look what happened with, the, yep. with the, dr- the, the drug and opioid epidemic, you know, crime, all these things. I mean, it'll, it'll only, we're going to need people that are going to want to basically vote for funding the police, getting another 1,300, maybe 1,500 police officers on the street, making mm-hmm. sure they're trained properly. We're going to need to do these things, and that's not going to have, happen with somebody that's actually continuously going against the grain. It's going right. to have to happen with people that believe in this cause and want a better life for their children and their grandchildren. You know, and that's what this comes down to. It's, I'm, I'm on the back nine, Dawn. This is, mm-hmm. for, this is for the kids in the neighborhood. This is for the, our children and our grandchildren. This is, this is making sure they have the same opportunity we had 20 years ago, and that's, that's important. So, uh, and so are you going door-to-door? Do you still have a good team of volunteers? Are you still looking for people to help door-knock? What are you doing in this? You know, we're less than a week, obviously, before the election. What are you doing to make sure that this home stretch delivers? 
done, we have worked tirelessly. Mm-hmm. We have done everything from door to door and lit drops and, and, and everything you could possibly do. Uh, you'll see our billboards on 95. I've been on TV. Um, we, we have everybody that believes in this cause out working. We'll be out this weekend. We'll probably put easily 10 to 15,000 pieces of, of mail on people's doors, knocking on doors, letting them know this is it. We're in the home stretch here. This is going to be a close election. This is going to come right down to the wire. So every single vote will count, but we're not going to stop. We're going to make sure. I, I just told my sons, my son Patrick, who runs my campaign, I told him clearly, we're going to keep going until 12 o'clock Monday night. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to make sure that we don't leave one single voter that we didn't touch her out and, and reach out to. That we, 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 we make sure that uh, they know the importance of this and uh, can help us get to the finish line. Well, Jim Hasher, thanks so much for joining me today. And, and I am sad that, it, uh, you know, that we headline in our beautiful city of Philadelphia talking about, you know, what you're saying with the defund the police movement, the, the result that we're all living with, and even within the past 24 hours, the crime that we see in our city. So I... Uh, it's very sad. Yeah, very sad. it is sad, but I'm, I think I hear a lot of hope within your voice, and I think this, this city council election is is huge and has huge ramifications jim seriously i just i i wish you all the best and yeah thank you so much let's get out and vote let's get a win here baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.